Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Corey Deanna Lewis, founder of The Healthy Project and host of The Healthy Project Podcast. My mission is to bring awareness to health and wellness concerns that are impacting our communities. On this podcast, you'll learn strategies to improve your health from health professionals from around the world that are trying to make an impact in people's lives. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I am your host, Corey Dion Lewis. I got a great guest in the building today, no stranger to the Healthy Project Podcast, um, host of Mindset in the Morning Podcast, mm. CEO and founder of Taylor Made Sleep Services, Mr. Robert Taylor. Rob Taylor, thank you so hey, much. Man. For being I here. love that introduction. Man, you can keep <laughs> the alpha, the omega. You sleep. want me to keep going? I can keep going. <laughs> You can keep going, brother. I was just like, what? I feel like I'm going to walk on stage like the kings of comedy or something right yeah. now. <laughs> all right. All right. How we, we doing? some background music. I know. I know. Like, I was we were talking. I'm like, man, you done came up. You got videos now. I had to whip my mic out. Man, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, hey, man. It's, it's, it's been a long time since the very first episode that we filmed. So, you know, mm-hmm. we, we had to, if I, if I wasn't growing, I would stop. Yeah, I would have been very disappointed if it was the same. <laughs> if I, I was like, hey, hey, you want to be on my show again, bro? I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll do it. I'll just be like, hey, <laughs> they ain't got no video. Huh? All right, right really? <laughs> Not saying people need to see all this, but still, you know, yeah, like, man, it's all it's, good. It's all good. It, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Shout out to Rhea uh, Mestiza. This, uh, she's another friend of mine. And she was telling me how you know, we just having that conversation about how you come up, you know what I'm saying? And like, she was just saying how, when I first started doing video, how I didn't have a background, I just had like one little picture and it looked, it looked pitiful, bro. Like I was trying so hard to make it look professional. Like mine, <laughs> like, it I got, just, it's just a wall, man. I'm in my office. Look, like- that looks better than what I was like. I had no business. You see, you see that picture right there? My, my dog, that's my dog, yeah. Charlie. That's, yeah. my, that's my actual dog. I had that picture on the wall. That was it. It was just, uh, it was just, it looked, it was pitiful. I was trying out, out here though. I was trying. I mean, nowadays you could put a fake thing, like a green screen behind you <laughs> or something, but when you move and stuff like that, it just looks stupid. So yeah, you know, you know, it's just a wall, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's just a wall. Ain't it? You, you look, you look great, man. You look, you look Thank great. you. Thank you very well, let's, much. Appreciate let's get it. down to it. So like I said before, you know, we, you started your business, Taylor made sleep services. How long have you been in business so far? Ooh, uh, that that's like total. My company's been in business for about four years. This online sleep clinic has been a year. A year that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, because um, yeah, we had interviewed, I had interviewed you like kind of like maybe like right at the beginning. I think you had probably yeah. been popping for a like, while, but yeah, I was, I think I was grinding for a good three, four months prior to you get me on the show. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so for those of you that uh, are for those people who haven't heard that that episode, how about shame you on us? you? By the way, shame yeah. on you, people, if you haven't heard it. Yeah, cop that because it's it's it's, it, it's really interesting too to listen to that one almost a year ago 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, to now listen to this one to see where you're at, it's gonna be really interesting. Well, uh, just like you, I couldn't just you know stay put and not do <laughs> <laughs> do, do come up with the same. I don't look. I don't know why you want to interview me, man. It ain't nothing changed. So <laughs> no, it's been. You know what, man? Uh, I I always have to say, man, God is good. It's just you learn so much more, you know, and and you have to you have to adapt. And in, in, in a sense to where when I first started the online clinic, my main focus was only just evaluating and testing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like it was always just patients need to know they have apnea, this and that. Patients need to know they have some type of sleeping disorder. I just want to evaluate you and test you, you know, make it simple and things of that nature. And then gradually as time has progressed, it's like there have been more needs Along with that, uh, which is always a good thing, in my opinion, because you never want to just have, you know, hamburger and french fries on the menu. Sometimes you might right. want to have a chicken sandwich or a fish sandwich or something like that. Obviously, you can tell I hadn't eaten lunch yet. Yeah. But um, and the, the more the need got to, it was just like, hey, you know, doctors would, would come to me and ask me about, hey, I have a patient that has this issue. Can you help with that? In certain cases, I'm not going to say no. Like, yeah, yeah, heck yeah, I can help out with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and find a way to actually make it happen and then, you know, make mistakes, but then kind of smooth it out and perfect things and things in that nature to where my company now is more of a, instead of just basically, you know, telemade home sleep, whatever, it's more honestly of a concierge service, to be quite honest, to where, uh, we do the evaluations and I think I mentioned it last time, but we do the evaluations for free. Well, we still do. We don't, I don't feel patients should pay for being educated or pay like, Hey, you have a question. I'm snoring and this and that. I'm tired all the time. I, you know, and, and most patients are horrible about this. They self-diagnose themselves or whatever. Um, yeah. Nurses are the way <laughs> not calling you out, but nurses are the worst. Like, yeah, I think it's this. I think it's that. Yeah. Well, how do you know that? You know what I mean? So we, it's kind of evolved to where I want to evaluate you, but I also want to want to test you. And then I want to treat you. And now uh, I'm in a position now to where I have connections and relationships with vendors for more than just one treatment option. Most people are always afraid to be tested and or evaluated, mainly because I don't think I can wear a mask. That's always like the response. I don't want to wear a mask. I can't wear a mask. And now with everything that I'm partnering with and, and have good vendors with, it's like, how do you even know you need to? What are some of the new options that people do have? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, you know, obviously there's AutoPAP, which is completely different from CPAP. There's Excite OSA that recently got FDA approved in America. I actually beta tested that product. It's like a muscle stimulator for your tongue. Really, really neat, really cool technology. It actually does work for mild to moderate cases. You have uh, renewed snore laser, uh, snore laser surgery, which is, it doesn't even hurt. It's just a laser that they literally go in and tighten your tissue with. That's been shown to help a lot of people that mainly have just primary snoring. Obviously, you have the mandibular adjustment device from, you know, from ENTs and dent- dentists. Uh, ENT surgery, you know, taking out your tonsils, alanoids. Uh, obviously, weight loss surgery. Uh, I mean, if your BMI is, you know, 35 to 40 and you have obstructive sleep apnea, that automatically qualifies you, makes it medical necessity to have weight loss surgery. But a lot of people really didn't really know that. Mm. Um, generally speaking, a lot of bariatric patients have to do the patient workup. They do a psychiatric evaluation, this and this and all of this stuff. Well, the sleep study is also in there, too, 
to make the insurance say, hey, wow, this patient definitely does need to lose weight and they need to have the study done and we need to actually do the surgery. Partnered up a little bit with uh, Tempur-Pedic mattresses as well. The technology, the technology that these days with mattresses is absolutely amazing. The bed has sensors in it to where if you snore, It increases if, if, if you're fine, it decreases. It, they have mattresses that cool you off to a proper temperature. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. They literally fit you for bed, which I've never seen done before. Uh, I literally stayed there for a good hour, getting fitted for a pillow, getting fitted for a mattress, pretty much what, what ailment you have, this and that. It, it, all, it all makes sense. How do you test somebody for a pillow or for a bed? Like, What does that look like? Okay, so I'll just tell you my experience. I went through five pillows. There wasn't just one. The guy went back and got five. I would lay on it and he would make sure the bed is flat and I would lay on it. And he, what he did, he made sure that my spine and my neck were aligned properly. And especially monitoring exactly like where I put my head, you know, where your traps are on it, things of that nature. Right. Like the, the guy was extremely thorough. And even when I found a pillow that was like, wow, this actually does feel comfortable. He was like, Turn to your side and I roll to my side and then obviously my spine, my neck and spine uh, area is crooked. And he's like, no, that's not going to do it. It doesn't have enough give to, to, to level out. Uh, so we went through about three or four pillows until I actually yeah, found the right one. And even still, you have to break it in for about a couple of weeks to kind of get used to it. So the first couple of weeks, it I will admit, it was not the most comfortable for me. Then now I'm just like, wow, this is, no, this is a good, good choice because yeah, everything's aligned perfectly. So neck pain, shoulder pain, things of that nature, that all comes from poor sleep posture. And sometimes you have those pillows that just go flat. Sometimes your head's like, like this. And and then when you're on your side, it's crooked kink like that, which can give you pinched nerves and things of that nature. As far as a bed goes, they monitored, if I can remember, mainly comfort level, my foot placement, the curve of my back, all that good stuff. It was really, really, really thorough as far as like how soft the bed needs to be. Mm-hmm. And, and then pretty much like when you incline it or decline it, does this bed push you down or do you stay put or all that good stuff? Because there, there, right. there, I think there's two or three different ones to where when it actually adjusts, sometimes the frame may slide, sometimes it doesn't. Well, the frame, don't quote me on it, doesn't slide, then you're going to slide when the bed actually moves and then you're going to end up having to reposition yourself. But for the little bit more expensive one, it automatically adjusts that for you. It was really, really thorough. It was it was pretty awesome. You know, for for the average person listening or or even going through that would think like, man, this stuff with the with the beds and the pillows may sound like overkill, right? Yeah. To to some people. But through my through my research as I'm you know, I'm writing my book in the specific section about sleep. You start to realize how much sleep, and you even touched on this in our first episode about how how important sleep is. And what I'm realizing is sleep, if your sleep ain't right, it's going to affect everything throughout your day. It's going to affect how you eat. It's going to affect your energy levels. It's going to affect how your your behavior, like, you know what I mean? Like it it will, if you're tired, you're not going to have time to hear somebody instantly irritated or not quit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah. I remember you talking about in the first episode, how, you know, for those, uh, uh, military people in the military, how sleep apnea is, you know, is a, 
not a disability or it can affect your reaction time and you, you yeah know, something yeah. like that right 45 i think what 45 percent disabled if you yes. are diagnosed with sleep deprivation in the military yeah versus i think if you're an amputee it's 35 percent uh of a disability yeah that's right so, I mean, that's why i remember yeah. saying something like that right it, it may seem like it's overkill but how would you explain to somebody who who is especially a lot of it is our culture to this you know um late nights early mornings you know hustle mm-hmm. hustle hustle how how would you explain to somebody they can still get a good decent amount of sleep and, and it will help with their productivity well you got to train people to not be so damn stubborn um <laughs> <laughs> i mean look I, I i get it we all have bills we all get stressed out about it we all want things and this and that and we all are poisoned and, and I hate saying the word poison because that's a big word, but it, it, the reality, it is true. From the time you are born to the time you are able to start working and realize bills and things in the nature, your program to what? Go to college, go to school, get an education, mm-hmm. get a job, work hard, no matter how many hours it takes, this and that. And sometimes you're just thrown right into working 12, 16 hour days. But you think that, hey, that's just the way it is. That's how you're going to get to the top. You know, right. you, you know, everybody has these bags uh, under their eyes as a badge of honor. When actuality, America spends, I believe, $411 billion on lost wages due to sleep deprivation, mm. uh, which is why a lot of companies now. Big number. Yeah. Have wellness programs and things in that nature uh, that monitor how healthy you are, that monitor, you know, your sleep, that monitor all that stuff, because. How it, how it basically affects the wages is one, lack of sleep, immune system gets shot. Lack of sleep, you're not productive at work. Lack of sleep, you're calling in. Lack of sleep, you're very irritable. You might get fired most likely. It just, it's, it's a downward spiral from boom, boom, boom. If you really sit back and think about it, you will realize that sleep affects every aspect of your life, mentally, physically, you name it. You try working out when you're tired. doesn't work. You even contemplate, and I've done this too when I'm at the gym sometimes when I've been tired. Man, that weight is way over there. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. damn. Yep. I know I need to go over there and do it. Yeah, but then you got to think, got to walk over there and get the weight, have to walk all the way back. And just, then you start thinking about it. And then what, you have, what happens? You get lazy. Okay. Yep. Okay. You go home. You're tired. You want a meal prep? No. Half the time you probably won't. But that McDonald's is real quick. Get you a little chicken sandwich. It's all good, man. Mm-hmm. There you go. Bad eating. Things in that nature. Like it's just sex drive. You know, and all of a sudden, eh, not really feeling it too much, right? Because right. you're always tired. Playing with your kids, always tired. And then what do they what do most people label that as? Depression. Just like that. All of a sudden, tired, fatigue, low motivation. The hard to get out of bed, depression. Hmm, funny. When you're sleep deprived, that does the same exact thing. It's crazy when you think about it. Wow, but a I lot never of thought about ailments, it that way. Yeah. A lot of the ailments that most people have stem from this one thing over here. There's 300 things in your life that could be affected from this one thing. Instead of literally going day to day, basically saying, Oh, I'm tired because stress. I'm tired because my kids. I'm tired because this, this, this. Everybody at some point needs to take a step back and ask yourselves, how am I sleeping really, right? And most people sit there and think that the quantity of sleep is what really matters. It isn't. It's the quality of sleep. Some people can sleep eight or nine hours and still wake up being tired, fatigued, and it just doesn't work right. Some people like me can sleep four or five hours and wake up feeling refreshed and ready to go. 
It's just what people need to understand is most of the time that they're in bed for those eight or nine hours, an hour is probably spent being awake, watching TV, trying to actually force themselves to go to sleep. And they just basically say that that's sleep. It is not. Right. Quality of it is, is, for the most part, a lot of people due to the stress and due to the fact that there's no type of routine as like trying to go to sleep, they stress, 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 they eat this and that, do the kid, do, do some more work, watch a little TV, do some more work. Okay, jump in bed. And then they wonder why they can't sleep. Why they can't sleep. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And I was going to say, you see also a lot of people, I, and I hear this sometimes from someone that I know really, really well my wife <laughs> she'll be in the bed i hope she'll listen to this episode but i'm going to, to. Be. Going to. <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble now go ahead go ahead just go we'll ahead. Be in, but look in in and i'm glad I'm, I'm speaking to the man with you know the virtual sleep clinic right now because she'll be in the bed because i i can't i can't prove this maybe i could with the google search but mm-hmm. you know um she'll be in the bed on her on her phone and this is her saying i'm getting myself ready for sleep mm-hmm. she's scrolling on her phone she'll scroll on her phone until i guess she thinks she's tired wake up the next morning can't get out of bed she's too tired mm-hmm. like i didn't sleep i didn't sleep good at all last night mm-hmm. so my question to you is there a correlation between screen time and someone's quality of sleep yes very much so Blue light tricks your brain into not producing the melatonin that it's... Man, now you're going to get me in trouble. Hey, look, hey, hey, man, look. <laughs> I knew, look, and I answered this question without even really thinking it, but I was like, I'm going to tell you the truth, but I, you can't say I told you. <laughs> yes, there. for those that are watching, yes. TV, laptops, uh, and your cell phones. Uh, Well, most of it has blue light. Blue light tricks your brain into thinking that it's daytime. So it always wants to stay alert. If you're doing that prior to bed, it's not going to produce the proper melatonin to get you to the right levels of sleep. And probably why she sleeps crappy, which is why you need the proper routine. Here's what I always tell everybody. And I'll even give this snippet out for free. There you go. Two and a half, maybe three hours prior to bed, what are you actually doing? So anybody that's listening, write down exactly what do you do probably three hours before bed, right? Uh, I'm talking about dinner, and then what do you do after that? Is it dinner? Are you are you back to work? Are you scrolling through your phone? Are you are you are you playing with your kids? Are you doing stuff? Are you, you're having you're having time with your kids, things on the internet, whatever you're doing. Okay. All right. If you if anything on that list is on your phone, you got to get rid of that. At some point, you got to ease off that at least an hour and a half prior to bed, right? Laptop, you got to ease off that an hour and a half before bed. When are you trying to put your kids to sleep? See, a lot of people don't understand this. And I know now because I just actually, my kid is two months old and I've already trained him to have a sleep schedule, which a lot of people are like, how'd you do that? I'm a sleep expert, people. This is what I do. (laughs) Stupid question like that. Anyway. Yeah, two months now, he has a routine. 10 o'clock, 10.30, he's in bed. He's asleep, doesn't wake up till about 5.30, sometimes 6 o'clock, easily, just like that. You program him, you get him, okay? You mm-hmm. feed him, change him at a time, you give him a nice bath at a time. Then we have this little routine where we jam out to like some soothing music, low light with a fan going in the garage, and I just walk him around. 
walk them around. It calms them down. It prepares them for sleep. And then boom, he sleeps in my arms. I'll take him upstairs, put him in his bed, done deal. Okay. So if you can train a kid, a newborn that has no idea about anything, but you right. just train him, why can't you train yourself? You need to reteach yourself how to fall back to sleep. Same thing with kids. Like when they say, oh, you got to like, you know, put them to bed when they're kind of groggy and this and that, because you want them to learn how to fall asleep on their own. Right. You need to do the same thing, but leading up to it matters. Okay. You eat dinner, eat a good dinner. Don't eat something extremely fattening, extremely greasy. Try to eat something on the lighter side, easy to digest. Okay. After that, okay, start focusing. Everybody needs to start getting ready for bed. The kids need to take a shower, this and that. Now, as a parent, and I know this may be hard, you need to have some me time. You need to decompress somehow, either a long shower or a long bath. You have to do that. Pick whichever one you want. A lot of people say, I don't take a bath until the morning time. Uh, well, if you're having sleep issues, you might want to switch things up a little mm. bit. Okay. A bath relaxes you, changes your body temperature and gets it ready for bed. Also do it in dim lighting. Also what helps, what's your linen like, right? What's your bedroom like? Is it, does it look like it's organized? Is it when you're walking to a hotel room and you, the pillows are fluffed and the blankets there, just like, you know, for a fact, oh yeah, I'm gonna sleep good tonight, right? Mm. Why don't you treat your bedroom the same exact way? Number two, your bedroom is made for two things, sleep and baby making. If you are watching uh -huh. TV constantly in the middle Talk of the night, mm -hmm. that is your problem as well, too. So if you're not doing one of those two things, I, you know, you need to not be in bed. Also, if you're laying in bed and it's 15 minutes, 15 minutes and you're not asleep, get out of bed. Go do something else. Occupy your brain. Occupy your mind. The reason being, you're going to add more anxiety to yourselves if you're not asleep, because then you're going to start looking at your clock. Like, Dang, oh, sleep. yeah. Then you're going to start doing this and then you're going to start fidgeting and this and that, yada, yada, yada. The temperature in your home needs to be about anywhere between 68 and 73 degrees. The reason it's good to have it cold is because when you get in bed, your pillows are fluffed, the blankets are the way they need to be. Maybe spray, spray some of that fresh linen smell. Mm, that's good stuff right there. Once you get in that bed, your body temperatures drop. You're a little cold. You get in that bed. You're not going to want to move if it's cold. Once you find a comfortable spot, you're not going to go anywhere. You're already in. You're already right. checked. If you're one of those people that, like me, need noise to fall asleep, have a fan. Don't necessarily have to have it on you. Have soothing music. Rain helps me sleep an awful lot. I get the man. best sleep ever when I hear rain. I don't know why that is. Yeah, it's me too, man. Soothing. Right. Yeah, nice and dark in the room. Have some rain going. Have it nice and cold. Make sure you take a shower with your nasty ass and then, <laughs> and then try to go to sleep. Try to get that all done and within three hours, but definitely try to get you 30 minutes of just you time. So any thought you have, things of that nature, while you're in that shower or you're in that bathtub, you're cleaning yourself off with it. Okay. There's nothing you can do about it that night, right? You can deal with it tomorrow. Those bills that ain't being paid. Yeah. They'll, they'll still be unpaid tomorrow. There's, there's only so much you can do. You have to worry right. about what you can. You got to turn your mind off. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. is, there, is there something to, so, you know, we, we go through all that. We got the routine, mm -hmm. go to sleep, <clears throat> alarm clock goes off. Is there something to getting up on that first alarm 
or is you know what's with the snoot like the hit the snooze button is hitting right. the snooze button does that do something with how we feel as well like you know maybe you feel you feel good and you can get up mm-hmm. on that first alarm but you're like this this feels too good so you hit the alarm hit the snooze for 10 minutes and now you, you don't feel the same way you did that first alarm is, is there something to that or is that just someone just it Maybe could be as good enough sleep because sometimes uh, when I did run, I ran labs and did studies. Most people go into dream sleep close to, you know, four, five, six o'clock in the morning. So sometimes you may come out of a good, nice, deep rim. Right. Mm-hmm. And you you hit that, that alarm and go right back to sleep. The next room might not be so good. Or maybe you mm-hmm. weren't in rim. And maybe you were kind of still in the lighter, deeper levels of sleep. And then that alarm kind of startled you a little bit. Sometimes when you come out of REM and you and you're startled, you're not you're not coming out of REM on your own naturally. Sometimes you can wake up a little disoriented, a little tired, a little fatigued. It takes you a minute to actually collect your thoughts and things of that nature uh, because you still have that chemical kind of in your body that produces to kind of relax your body so you can go to REM sleep. So in some instances that could be happening. I just know from experience, a lot of patients, every time it came to like literally almost having to wake them up, they're going to REM sleep. And it's just like, Mm. damn, great. So when you wake (laughs) them up, it's just like, oh man, I'm groggy. And this it's like, yeah, yeah, I I know why. I just don't want to tell you that I woke you up (laughs) on a dream. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, but yeah, that could be something to that. Uh, is that a question that I've been getting trouble for answering to? Because I kind of feel like you no. said that. <laughs> no, that was just, that was just a general thought. I was just I was that's something that I have struggled with, right? Where right, I just may be comfortable, aka just just not feeling like getting up, just lazy. You know, Sometimes you're I mean? just tired, man. You do just three hundred different things. Yeah, <laughs> not, you know, my alarm will go off, and I feel good. Like I'm sitting there, like man, I could get up right now and be fine. Like, mm-hmm. I feel good, but like, you know what, you know, I, you know, today's an off day from the gym. You know, I got another hour. Technically I can still sleep. I'm just going to hit. Right. The and then I hit the snooze. And I get right. up, I'm like, man, I don't feel as well as I did the first time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I probably would have been better off just getting up. Yeah. You know, sometimes I do that with myself and I think my body's just trained now to where I'm getting up. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? It's like, even on weekends, I think I'm up around 8.30 or maybe 9 o'clock, something like that. Like, I just don't sleep in anymore. Lord knows I want to or try to, but I'll be laying there and I'm just like, I'm wide awake. You know, like, I'm right. just, I'm good to go. So I, I go ahead and I get on up and I, and I get things going. And then at that point, my kids up, I, I think it's sometime like that too. And so, you know, daddy mode comes into play as well. Yep. So yep. But, yep. Uh, put on that. Yeah. Sometimes you just, sometimes people, you're just tired. Right. Like I've had days where I was just, God, I'm so fatigued. I'm just, I'm just tired. And, and, um, well, I have diabetes. So Mm. every now and then, at least once a month, I just, I just don't feel right. Uh, just blood sugar would be fine. Eating habits are fine. Working out's fine. I just don't feel good. And I'm just tired and fatigued. And maybe I'll, I'll try to go a little bit and then, um, I'll just tell my girl, I'm like, hey, I think I need a 30 minute nap real quick. And I'll take a 30 minute nap and literally wake up feeling like nothing happened. It's I don't know. It's the weirdest thing ever. Doctors really can't tell me exactly what that is. Really? <laughs> they call it a they call it a diabetic period to where it's just you're going to have days where you just 
Right. It is what it is. Like it just know. is what it is. You're right. just not gonna feel great. And it's just like, okay, I'll just deal with it. I've been dealing with it for years. But yeah, when that day comes, I'm always a step slow for a little bit. And then I'll just, you know, if I can get a nap in, I'll get it in and, and I'm I'm pretty solid and pretty good. Right. Let's let's get back into this tailor-made, you know, uh sleep services. Would mm-hmm. you consider yourself? Um, I know you said you have a, you have a bunch of different services that you have, right? Um, that you offer, you offer mm-hmm. people. Would you consider yourself a virtual clinic? You know, how would you how would you define your your services that you have right now uh, for somebody listening that may not be in Arizona but may want someone may need help with their with their sleep? Well, okay, so we're an online sleep now. We're based in Arizona. But that doesn't mean we're limited to a geographic, you know, geographic area, 30, 40 mile radius around us. By being online, that allows us to do, you know, the telemed evaluations. I tell patients this all the time. As long as you have a cell phone and an address, we can actually assist you. That's perfectly fine. So we'll we'll do an evaluation that goes into what you're going through, how you're feeling, things of that nature. Obviously, when, when patients are looking, you know, into having a sleep study, they already know that there's something not right. Uh, you, it's, it's our job just to kind of let's let's make it let's make it a bit personal, right? Let's let's try to get you to open up and just tell me really what's going on because obviously you have a lot of issues and you have a lot of questions and we have the answers, but we can't help you if you don't open up. Right. right. So a lot of people, when you say, Oh, do you snore? It's just like, yeah. How long have you noticed? You know what I mean? Or do you have high blood pressure? No. Okay. Then we rephrase the question. Are you on any type of blood pressure medications? Yes. Then you have high blood pressure. You see how it is. So it's right. just finding our questions to get the right answers that way, when we do the study, what we do is we pair the, the home study with the evaluation uh, to come up with the proper diagnosis and explain, look, this is why this is happening. This is why this is happening. This is why this is happening. And now we know from experience or from the evaluation that you've probably had these issues for like three or four years and had no clue. So now we go back to those notes, you know, for three or four years, you've been suffering from this and this and this, and this is why. This has been the reason why the entire time. And I can't tell you how good that makes me feel giving patients answers to questions that they probably had a long, long, long time ago. So if they have a cell phone and they have an address, yeah, it doesn't matter where you are. doesn't matter where you are. We've literally helped patients in New York, uh, Wyoming, Utah, North Dakota, California, Texas, Nebraska, West Virginia. Um, I'm missing one and I'm so sorry. Uh, North Carolina. We've we've helped people in those areas so far just now. My platform, uh, yeah, we do accept referrals from physicians. Yeah, no, no doubt. We'll, we'll, we'll gladly help patients. But my platform and the reason I created this program is because I feel it's more community driven. You have to think about this, right? Your health is the one thing that you always have to ask permission, right? Mm. To where damn, maybe I need to change my diet or something like that. Well, you need, you know, you may want to take a supplement, this and that, check the right. doctor, right? Or, you know, man, my back's hurting a little bit. I don't know, maybe I need pain medication, check with the doctor, things of that nature, yada, yada, yada. On certain levels, I get it and I understand it. You know, those checks and balances are there to protect a person from maybe getting the wrong drug or maybe doing this or maybe doing that. If you are snoring or you are tired all the time, why do you have to ask permission to have a sleep study done? 
that doesn't make any sense to me. Just to have a study done, you don't need permission. Now, obviously, treatment options, I understand. You know, you want to get on the right one. But literally always having to go to a physician for every single thing, especially I'm not sleeping all that well. Well, so so I'll go through the traditional process because I, I think I went through this the first time. But I want people to understand how much more simpler my program is compared to the normal, right? And then you'll understand why 26 million people a year go undiagnosed and untreated. So say you, for instance, right? You woke up, your wife said, damn, Corey, man, you snore. It's driving me insane. Get on my nerves. I want a divorce, right? Divorce. <laughs> You're like, well, hold on, hold on, Sheldon. Uh, hold on now. Look, just, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, okay, so she says you snore. I'm like, okay, I'll... First thing is I need to go see a doctor, right? Okay. Right. You go see a doctor, tell them you snore this and that, you're tired sometimes, all that good stuff. Okay. Nine times out of 10, your PCP will probably direct you to a specialist, right? Probably because they don't want to deal with sending you to a sleep, all that stuff, interpretation. They don't want to deal with that stuff. Nine times out of 10. So they'll send you to a specialist. You have to do it all over again. So you go see a specialist. Same thing. I snore, blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. Then you have to go to a lab. Okay. That's going to take a few weeks to actually get in this and that. They're going to rescreen you again. Then you go back to the specialist for those results. If you are positive for some type of respiratory disturbance like sleep apnea, then you go back to the lab for a second night, which would be the treatment option, CPAP. And from there, you go back to the specialist who goes over those results. And then from there, you go back to your primary care who has to sign a prescription for CPAP. That entire thing takes about three or four months, three to four months to get that done. And if you have insurance, if your deductible is not met, you're generally paying $3,500 to $4,000 out of pocket. If your insurance doesn't cover everything 100%. That is crazy. And the reason I know that, again, I've ran labs for years and I pretty much know, you know, allowables and things of that nature. On average, that's how much a person's paying. And they're only left with one option of treatment. So, okay, so there's that option. Three to four months, $3,500 to $4,000. Tailor-made sleep option. TailorMadeSleep.com. You have an issue? Okay, I think I need an evaluation with a specialist. TailorMadeSleep.com, name, number, what your what your signs, symptoms, what your issues are, what day, what time would you like us to give you a call? Boom, book it. We'll get it. We'll send you a confirmation message to let you know, hey, we got, uh, we received uh, your information. A specialist will reach out to you the day requested. Boom, boom, boom. Great, confirm, confirm, great. Specialists reach out, introduce ourselves, yada, yada, yada. Say, okay, it looks like you, you know, complained about snoring. What else is actually going on with you? Have you ever stopped breathing? Are you always tired during the day sometimes? And then people start actually thinking, you know, lately I've been a little bit more tired than normal. And then that's when, you know, the walls slowly coming down. Because mm. now they're starting to realize some other things. Like, okay, all right, we'll explain that later. What you say is excessive or occasional. But, I mean, it's like, well, like, could you take a nap during the day if you could? Oh, yeah, yeah, heck yeah, all the time. You toss and turn, do this and that. So we're getting we're getting everything for, this, for the profile. Then we get into the history. High blood pressure, heart disease, migraines, you know, GERD, right. um, all kinds of other things that you may qualify for. And this and that I'm like, okay, wow. All right. Now we're going to explain why we feel you might need to be tested. Okay. So we're going to go into detail over all the things that you have and what we feel is going on in your sleep that's causing that. Then after that, we ship the unit to you, two, three days, get it back. Our director looks at the evaluation, looks at the data, pairs it together, and we give you uh, the interp, the diagnosis, recommendation, 
Recommendation of treatment options. Now, I stress treatment options, right? The ones you qualify for, we actually put down on there. You may not need to have AutoPet. You may not need to have this or that, but we're going to give you that option and explain to you what each one is and explain which one may be the best one. But at the end of the day, we let you make that decision. Okay. Right. Then you fill the prescription and then the concierge aspect takes, takes into play. I have vendors for absolutely everything. Right. Puts the patient in the driver's seat. Exactly. You, you just basically sit there and we'll handle all of this for you. Okay. We'll verify the insurance. We'll find the place that actually will take your insurance and give you the best deal. Or if you want cash pay, we'll find a place that'll take care of that as well too. You let us worry about all the hassle. You just sit tight. Don't even worry about it. We'll direct you exactly where you need to go. And we can do all that within 10 days. So three months, 10 days. Mm-hmm. 3500 to $4,350. <laughs> <laughs> some, people, some people say, hey, man, you need to increase the charges. I'm like, hey, no, I'll just leave it, I'll just leave it like that. No. <laughs> That's good. Well, hey, yo, Robert, thank you so much for being on again, man. I've just been impressed with what you've been able to do with tailor-made sleep services for a time where it's just it's just fun to be able to help people where, they, where they're at, whether they're in the same city or across mm-hmm. the country. You know, there, there are so many things we can do to help people everywhere. As long as you have the experience and you're doing mm-hmm. all the right things and you, you have a solid company and you can help anybody anywhere. Outstanding. Yeah, exactly. I, I always like to say, it doesn't matter where you are, what time of day it is or what you're doing, we can always assist. So if you have questions about literally anything, it could be the smallest thing. You don't necessarily may want to have a sleep study done at that point, still get an evaluation. I mean, those are free, right? It right. doesn't take much for us to literally talk to you and educate you on exactly what's going on. And from there, if you want to go do your research or you want to go to your PCP or you want to go to a lab, that's on you. But my thing is, with so many millions not being tested and not being educated, right. we're trying to change that. So just you know, allow us to at least make the first step for you to get it done. And if you want to go through us, that's fine. If not, at least you have the information needed. Absolutely. Well, hey, if anybody wanted to get a hold of you, man, where, where can they find you online and how can they get in contact? Easy. They can go to tailormadesleep.com. Uh, everything you need to know is right there, right in front of your face. Book online is the first thing you actually see. You can always give us a call at 480-524-8416. Uh, we're always available to talk. We also have a WhatsApp app for that same number. We can always look us up on uh, what Facebook at TaylorMade Sleep Services, send us messages, you name it. However you need help, we are always here and, and ready to assist. So don't be afraid. Take the first step today and reach out. We'll be happy. You'll be happy you did. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Robert, again, hey, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Everybody, thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll holler at you next time.